one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hi, it's me, Ishan Akbar, welcoming you back to the only podcast that is exactly nine minutes and twenty-nine seconds long. We may be short, but every week we guarantee to give you useful tips from an accomplished guest. 929 is the award-winning podcast from Fiverr.com, the freelance marketplace where you can find all the talent you need in one place. This week's guest has had a career building global marketplaces. She's been passionate about emerging industries and has been an early investor in many. She also spent four years leading strategic development at Etsy. It's Liz Walt, Investor and Board Director at Good Earth Organics. In this episode, Liz is talking about how to develop an investment instinct. Now, this is going to be very interesting because it feels like one of those things that is a nature versus nurture question. Are you born with an investment instinct or can you nurture this? That's a great question. And I think some people have that knack of wanting to try new things all the time, and perhaps they're born with that. But of course, you can develop a instinct for investing with, with your own personality and some education. So for the uninitiated, tell us a bit more about yourself and your journey, your career journey, and how you develop this expertise around investments. Well, you know, it's funny. I look back at my career, and it looks very linear, and it looks like I had everything planned. And in reality, it was very much like, maybe I'll try this, maybe I'll try that. And I think a little bit of that has translated into how I invest. But, you know, I got out of college and I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I'm supposed to have a job now. Hmm. And my brother um, had sent me a, a newspaper article about something Nike was starting out in Portland, Oregon, where he lived. And so I just went out for a visit and was like, hey, I'd like to work here. What do you guys think? And then I went to business school and I got out and I was like, this internet thing, this seems like it's going to, it's going to be big. I should see if I could maybe find a job in the internet world in 1995 when we were all on dial up. I just kind of looked at the future and said, this looks like a fun, interesting area. And, and that's kind of how I look at my investing. And I, I tend to invest in small, like angel investing, smaller things that are just getting going. And try to look at things that might be happening in the future and say, well, this is something that might work then. Maybe I'll put a little investment in it now. You sound like someone who is good at acting on your hunches, your gut feeling. But does that also mean you also have to be wi willing to take risks? Are you someone who is a risk taker generally? Generally speaking, yes, I'm a very much person who's willing to take risks, but I like to, you know, I'm not going to jump out of the plane without a parachute, right? Like I'm going to try to, I am willing to jump out of the plane, but right, I'm yeah. going to take a few of the precautions needed. And I think with investing, the first and foremost thing is I always tell people whether investing in something that I'm building or they're asking me about something else is if you can't afford to lose all of the money you're thinking about investing, don't invest the money. If you're going to make a $5,000 investment or a $50,000 or a $500,000, you've got to be in a position where if you lose it, that's okay. 
Tell me about a moment or an investment that you're particularly proud of that you thought, I had this hunch, I placed some investments in it, and bam, it worked out for me. Well, the worked out part is always, uh, you know, a little <laughs> bit TBD, but um, a, a couple things. One is that when Facebook came out, for example, Facebook came out, you know, mid-30s, you know, in that, in that range as a stock price. When it fell to about 17, 18, 19, I'm like, there's no way this is going to just disappear from the face of the earth. Mm. So I bought, you know, I bought at that time thinking, I believe that the industry is going to happen and the company is big enough in that industry that it's worth making the investment, right? And that's obviously paid out extremely well over time. Now, I wish I'd invested a lot more, but, <laughs> you know, it's a, at least it was a big win. And I think sometimes you have to look at things structurally, like, is this industry going to go away just because it had a bad quarter or, you know, bad six months? Probably not. Right. And so there's a good time to get in. You've talked a lot about looking at the future and assessing whether or not this particular industry or this particular product is going to lose its way, as you just said, because it may have lost its way for a quarter. What do you look for to feel that sense of positivity, to feel like this is an investment worth making? If it's a really small company and they're just getting going, to me, it's 100% the people. Like, is this the person who's going to be willing and able to change their business model three times when the whole world flips upside down? Like, a pandemic occurs and all of a sudden you have to completely change your business model. And I think the team is really, really important there. Have you ever got a call or calls wrong? And if you have, what were they and how did you recover from them? Oh, plenty of calls I get wrong all the time. I started my own company working with women in Africa, and I invested a lot of my own money in that. And I traveled around the world and I met incredible people. And, and I thought I had a great idea, which was helping people who make really cool stuff in Africa and bring it to the U.S. and pay them a fair wage. And it was amazing. But that company, ultimately, I couldn't make it work. The shipping was too expensive. The logistics were too difficult. But I learned a huge amount, right? And technically on paper, that business was a failure. But there are thousands of women who were able to put their kids in school or, you know, grow their own little small businesses. Or, and I learned a tremendous amount, made friends all over the world and all that. So sometimes the failures, I lost a lot of money, but I gained so many other things that have, you know, helped me with other things in my career as I've gone on over the last, you know, 15, 20 years since. In terms of starting an investment journey, if someone listening to this thinking, it's something I've thought about, I've never done it. What advice would you give to them in terms of beginning their journey into making investments? So this is going to sound pretty boring, but I think that, you know, whether you go on Robinhood or E-Trade or Schwab or what have you, like open an account and buy something really basic, like the S&P 500 or the, the NASDAQ 2000 index or, or something that is like, it's not going to fluctuate, you know, a thousand percent overnight. It, it's something that you're going to start to understand and learn a little bit. And I think if you do that and you start learning and understanding what it's, what it means to do a limit order versus a regular trade or, you know, things like that, then you can you could gain a little traction. And I think if you've never invested, your first investment should not be some high-flying stock that you just heard about from your second cousin last weekend, right? Like you should start with something uh, a little more mundane. And you should probably try to think about eventually 
you know, maybe you can take five or 10% of the amount of money you're willing to invest and put it in what you might call something alternative, your friend's crowdfunding initiative, your neighbor's cool new startup that they're thinking about. But make sure it's only a little bit of your larger portfolio. Because if you put it all on red and you spin the wheel and it comes out on black, you know, that's generally not a great way to get started. What's been your most difficult lesson to learn, but also perhaps one of the most valuable ones? I think one of them is when you say, well, I should have done it and I didn't do it, right? Like, oh, I should have, I should have put more money in, in that one, or I should have invested in this when I let it get away, right? And there's always that regret. But there's a million of those that you didn't do that went terribly, right? And so like you dodged a bullet. Mm-hmm. And I and sometimes I think I, I had this one stock and I sold it way too early and it went crazy, right? And but when I sold it, I bought something else that I was that I'm glad I made that purchase. And it hasn't, you know, the return isn't what it would have been if I hadn't sold it. But I have to remember how happy I was when I sold it and I bought that other thing. And so sometimes I think it's the regret of what you didn't do. You can't let that beat you up. Well, thank you so much for your time. Very, very insightful. Thanks for chatting to 929. Liz was clear that it's possible to invest by taking calculated risk. If you're not willing to lose it, don't invest. But also that trusting your instincts and honing them helps you become the kind of investor you want to be. You'll make mistakes, you might even lose, but the pendulum could well swing in your favor. Time helps. 929 is a part of the Fiverr family. Fiverr is the digital marketplace for freelancers. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you again soon. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.